1: another episode of the Toonami Faithful podcast. I am your host Sketch, and with me I have
0: Bob Skrill, the founder of ToonamiFaithful.com and yeah, Samurai Daryl
2: Maddox
1: Once again it is an intimate menage a Yes it is. Everybody else was busy
2: <laughs> What yeah, you gonna fabric. do? I don't know I'm gonna probably drink myself into a stupor later well, we
1: want to take a serious moment here, just just a moment, we're very silly on this podcast, but there are serious things going on in the industry and we want to address them. So this is what we're going to say about this current situation. Uh, the Screen Actors Guild, SAG-AFTRA, uh, are currently on a strike against the video game industry, uh, actually just particular companies, I believe, and... Uh-huh. What they want sounds really reasonable to me, but I don't want to speak for anybody else. So I think everybody who is listening to this should do some research on the situation. And I fully support all of the voice actors and what they are hoping to achieve. Performance matters. Exactly. I think we can leave it at that. Uh, If we have the opportunity to speak to a voice actor about this situation, we will try to do that. But we're not going to make any promises. Still got some interviews that aren't out (laughs) yet.
2: That ain't my fault. No, no, it's not your fault at all. (laughs) Not my fault either. You've been a very naughty boy, Sketch.
1: Yes, yes, Sketch has just been bad.
2: Yeah, you have.
1: But you know what wasn't bad? Well, this week's episode of Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans. Oh, I got
0: that. I got that on recording too. Holy shit!
1: Well then, it's time <laughs> for the recap of this week's episode of Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans. Gundam, Iron-Blooded Orphans, Episode 19, Gravity of
2: Wishes. Following a resupply by the Montag Company, Tegadin prepares for their descent to Earth with, Gall- with the Gallahorn fleet standing in their way. No one is sure if they can trust Montag, but they agree to work with them anyway. Oh yeah, that was a lot of fun because we had Carter in the way. And, you know, Seven Stars, all that stuff, her and her blonde harem. Must be nice to have a blonde fetish. They say blunts have all the fun. Not to mention the way she retorted one of the blunts from actually being all five milliseconds with the old, or uh, whatever it was he was doing. I felt like I was just watching a Power Ranger episode for a second. Way to go, Carter. Way to bring back some of my nostalgia. But moving right along, Tegana's pilots tend to the safety of landing the craft while fitting off Galahorn's mobile suits. Yes, yet again, people, another epic battle. And it was glorious. I love it. Mika just going all haywire. It's just something about watching Mika fight that is just so brutal and epic. Okay, and during the descent down to the earth, Mika has a close call where he is literally having a hard time getting back in the re entry, but he actually uses one of the Gallahorn mobile suits, has a shield to get there. You know, for a minute, I thought I was watching a record seven because I was just waiting for him to do that cutback, you know. The cut flip backdrop. It's a like, cut flip on, like... yeah Whatever it is. I forgot what it is. Man. Yeah, hey, I, I,
1: I... we're butchering that name, I'm sure.
2: Yeah, it's okay, though. It's all in the name of. <laughs> it went from Gundam to uh, Ereka Gundam <laughs> 07. <laughs> oh,
0: Lord. You and. Shut uh... up,
2: Paul. Shut up. No one asked you, man. He used them like a giant robot on surfboards. You understand me? <laughs> you gonna back. bring that reference back? Yes, I'm gonna bring that reference back. Man. <laughs> Dude, do you yeah, really want, you want me know. to start? Do you really want me to go into this? Besides, it was a kickflip backdrop. Shut up.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, with Mika having that close um, call with the survivor, you know, he, the mobile suit as a shield, you know, it was just beautiful. You know, everybody happy that Mika makes it back. Of course, his babe Cordelia, you know, all happy and stuff. Atra too. You know, you I gotta say though, Atra is just down with it, man. And Mikazuki is a pim <laughs> But pretty much people, they made it save the herb and now that's pretty much it and can't wait the next week's episode, people.
1: Yeah, I, I get the feeling that uh Carta will take issue with the uh, Gallarhorn not succeeding in this battle.
2: Nope. <laughs> it's okay, dude. You know, hey, look here, man. Just cause the seven stars don't mean it's lucky seven, man. You can't always <laughs> hit. But she looks like Brow from God dang on Blue Exorcist, man.
1: <laughs> but she saying. sounds like Satsuki, who also had those kinds of eyebrows.
2: <laughs> well, Satsuki had a more like a um you know, unibrow. Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. These these are like
2: yeah. not dimension, man. Carter could actually use a little bit more boobs than booty, man. Like what the hell is in her diet? Right. Like, uh, you know, seriously you need to do something about that. So yeah, she uh, she has a
1: thing for McGillis, and I guess it shows in her selection of crew.
2: <laughs> I told you, man. Hey, you get to see harems all up in this motherfucker.
1: No kidding. <laughs> uh, was so I helpful. was like, it's the reverse harems! Somewhat emotional moment when the girls are like, no, Mikazuki, you have to live. Of course he's gonna live. It's Mikazuki. Come on. Dude, that's you what he's like. <laughs>
0: Everybody Dude, thought he was like burning up, and then all the yeah. lo and behold, he's just like surfing a Gundam down. Yeah, but for a <laughs>
1: moment there, it looked like he wasn't sure what to do. He finally understood the gravity of the situation.
2: <laughs> oh. oh, that was so interstellar of you.
1: I know. Yes, it was. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a pun in the freaking title.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Nice wordplay there. Well, talkbacks. Skullheart writes in, "Love this episode of Gundam Ivo. Don't know why Golly Golly is making a big deal about Tekaden being evil. Well, I mean, the thing about a villain is they don't think they're the bad guy; they think that's they're true. in the right.
2: In a war, both sides think they're right.
1: And that's a common theme in Gundam series, in particular, where the you know each." Each side of the conflict thinks they're in the right for whatever reason. Usually some misguided reasons on one side or both.
2: Yeah, it's pretty much like the Lilliputians and the Big Enders on Freak in Gulliver's Travels, man.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that's right. I'm bringing killing with some knowledge tonight. That's right. Read up <laughs> <laughs> hey, AK- Raise your, your kids. kids. <laughs> Jarrell's basically been drinking, folks. That's what's going on. You're goddamn liar. I'm actually sober, you piece of shit. I yeah, don't know he's, about that. he's I way
1: tell. more intense when he's not drinking. Haven't you figured that out by now? It gets confusing. Dude, I'm, I'm more
2: mellow when I drink, man. I can tell. <laughs> well, you're always with him, so. Eh.
0: Yeah,
1: that's right.
2: Used to be more available.
0: Well, you know, that's what happens when you get laid a couple times.
2: <laughs> yeah i know man jerkins in your hand must be a hell of a time
0: oh there ain't no jerkins in my never mind let's not let's
2: move on <laughs> tell rosie i said okay this, ain't, this this
0: ain't no sexual podcast okay
2: <laughs> Dude, can say good
1: because be this is really lousy time. pillow talk
2: yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to hear my pillow talk <laughs>
0: I don't, even, I don't even want to see your pillow. Okay, so honest.
1: when I was collecting the talkbacks <laughs> for Gundam this week, there was like a debate going on in these talkbacks, which I found interesting. So we start off with Sir Bodwin writing in, This episode of Gundam Ivo was amazing, but it's also the episode that reminds me that Tekaden is just a group of terrorists who are trying to destroy the status quo Gallerhorn worked hard to build. In retort, Inferno Lord wrote in, No, the status quo in Gundam IBO must be destroyed. No one wants a false independence. And in my opinion, the Mars people should be allowed to live on Earth.
2: Holy fucking shit. The great debaters of Gundam. (laughs) Yes. Well, I I like it like that. See, the thing is, Tekken is not a freaking terrorist group. They tried to do things the noble and honorable way. But Gjallarhorn cut them off and they fucked them over. So you can't say that they're terrorists, man, because seriously, if you want to look at it, I'm just going to do a little quickly history lesson. The Americans that fought against the Redcoats for independence, no tax without representation. That's pretty much what the people on Earth are doing to the people in Mars and the colonies. Look at it. They're being taxed hard while the people on Earth are reaping the benefits of all their hard work. And it's a lot of inequality, man. Right? It's like racial inequality. I mean, you have to at some point rebel against a system that's unjust. That's pretty much what's happening right now. You have to fight back against the system, man. Because if something is set in place that is favoring one group over the other, then it's wrong. That's what Tekin is doing. They're taking the bull by the horns and fighting back.
0: But by the way, has anybody ever has anybody noticed that this is? Starting, starting to turn into, like, Gundam Wing now all of a sudden. Because, like, these last couple episodes, we have colonies. Hmm. They're it's fighting the for their independence. Cold. I love you. They're fighting for the independence. Hmm. Let's see. What else? You
1: uh, not... seen a Gundam show before, Paul? This is a pretty no, common I theme. I know. <laughs> I, I, I know. I know. I'm Gunna just
0: saying. It's just, it's just funny because it's like, hmm, here we go again with the this colony stuff.
1: <laughs> the space Dude, colonies rising up against the earth sphere is
0: right. a pretty
1: common theme in Gundam all the way back to Mobile Suit Gundam
2: fuck you Char I hate you Char <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um see here's here's the problem you could have called Tekken a terrorist if they went and started fighting them first but if you noticed Gallahorn when the colonies were starting their uprising faked an explosion use that explosion to bring down the movement, at least on that one colony and justify bloodshed where Tekken wasn't even involved at that point. They got involved because they noticed, they saw what, what was doing by disabling all of their, all of their mobile suits. And um, it wasn't just mobile suits. It was something else too. I want to say like, maybe like, Tanks. I think they were using tanks in space, which was really weird. No, um,
2: those are mobile suits. Those the are mobile still, okay. Mobile workers are the ground units.
0: So that we can. We'll just consider them all mobile suits. But they basically disabled all of those. So it's like, you know, at that point they're like, "Well, we have to get involved because this is going to be a slaughter," which it almost turned into a slaughter. And, you know, as a result, it started to expose kind of what Gallahorn is trying to do and that's suppress people. They're trying to suppress the colonies. They're trying to suppress Mars and well, it's not working. And even, um, and I can't think of his name off the top of my head, uh, but the guy that's
1: what color is his hair?
0: Well, it's supposed to be blonde, but it's gray now.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's McGillis.
0: McGillis is, you know, trying to, I don't know if it's, I would say he's more like the terrorist in this, actually. If you mm, think about it. That's because, an interesting because,
1: perspective.
0: Because because think about this, for example. He's using Tekken to get to his own ambitions. And that's usually what a terror, terrorist group is trying to do. They're trying to get to their own ambition. So technically, he's the one doing all of this. He's not doing it with just Tekken, but he's doing it with uh, his brothers there
2: as well. So, I mean, it, it's like... It, He's manipulating the situation for his own gain, man. You know, it's it's typical. It's typical, man. Um, It's kind of like a puppet thing. Like you actually pull the strings with being a puppet master. Because to be honest with you, in high school, I actually did it myself. So
0: uh, you could say that Gellarhorn is using is using their power to try to stop uprisings, but that's not really terrorism. Um. But I would say, I would say McGinnis is McGillis is using McGinnis. Um, (laughs) I need a drink, apparently. Um, (laughs) Or you're thinking of
1: Batman Beyond?
0: Oh, (laughs) that's true. That's true. Yes. Um, You know, I think he's more of the terrorist because he's trying to change the way Gallahorn is because he doesn't like the way it is now. So I mean,
2: Gallahorn is corrupt, man. So you you have to find a way to. From within, you have to find a way to uh, fix the situation.
0: Mm-hmm. And you also you also got to take in consideration too. Like Tekken started because these orphans were being used as slaves, pretty much. I mean, let's let's not sugarcoat this here. They were used as slaves to basically do whatever they were told to do. So. I you mean, think they use the term
2: human debris, man.
0: Yeah, exactly. And and it's and it's you know, so they're not really terrorists. They're just fighting for their rights to be free like everybody else. Sounds like another theme that Gundams use. <laughs> so I mean
2: Dude, you have to fight against go. tyranny, man, and in the process of fighting against tyranny, that means blood will shed. The price of freedom is not free. It's vigilance, man, that's paid for by the bayonet. I still I still laugh at the fact that Starting at that
0: that first and second episode where they're like, "Oh well, the Gundam's just there. We were just gonna sell it and, and use it as like a retirement thing." Oh really? So you didn't think that those orphans were gonna sit there and do an uprising, fix the Gundam, and then use it against you? Yeah, that's that's smart. <laughs> Good planning. Well, Good well, planning there. well oh, we know way, those
1: guys the- are idiots. So
2: <laughs> look here, yeah, if they hadn't used them as cannon fodder, man, and as human shields, covered every tree. What's the system that they that
0: some of the the orphans have?
2: It's called the Elena Villana system. Yeah, okay. So th-
0: that was also stupid. I understand. I understand that you were using that so that way they could make operate. super
1: soldiers and expect to control them.
0: I mean, but they weren't even like. I mean, <laughs> what's the movie I'm thinking? Universal Soldier. It wasn't even that bad. Like it wasn't even to that degree. It was just oh we gave you this so that way you can control mobile suits. Eventually that was going to come and bite them in the fucking ass. Like, I mean, so honestly, like this isn't, these guys aren't terrorists. These guys are actually trying to do something that is right. I mean, you could look at it from that perspective. These are actually the bad guys that are trying to do something good. You could think of it from that perspective, but as terrorists, not so much because they're not really like, they're only defending themselves when they need to be defended. Mm-hmm. You got to think of it that way, and that's that's the way it is. So
1: yeah. I'm not going to say that End hasn't done some pretty brutal things in order to you know, stay alive, but it was typically in self defense. Exactly. Yep. They don't go looking for trouble. <laughs>
2: no trouble tends to find
0: them. Well, apparently they find like instead of just one Gundam, now they have three. So that trouble definitely was profitable. And more waves than one. Exactly. So uh, but there was still a high cost. Yeah. Yeah, it was. There was. But let's finish with the talk back.
1: Yeah, uh so <laughs> on a lighter note, J Craig writes in, watching Barbatos ride in to Earth's atmosphere on another mobile suit got me like, hashtag giant robots on surfboards. <laughs> See, this
2: is the reason why I love Josh. Uh... Man. That was, was
0: just... that was Japheth. That was said and Craig.
2: Well, him too. Shit, fuck it. You know how it goes.
1: Well. But Josh did respond to that. Hey, dog, I heard you like surfing robots, so we put a surfing robot on your surfing robot so you can surf while you surf.
0: Don't don't make me pull out the giant robots on surfboard, Ed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could have
2: got do it. We need to make that trend.
1: Somebody tweeted at Colin McCarley and said, you should show up to your next convention like that. Just ride in on somebody else's robot. <laughs>
2: oh. <laughs> mm. uh, the Bronco Buster? Ooh. Well, WWE. Let's look at that. Well, mm. Humble brag,
1: but I think this has been one of our best gun of discussions yet, yeah, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I actually get to use some of my military expertise
1: and paul said some intelligent things too no for once
2: that's what happens when i get some sleep
0: <laughs> you don't want to know my my work schedule <laughs> well, i, know I work don't schedule. i do not <laughs> you don't want to know
2: i just want to know where my money is, though
0: <laughs> up your ass and around the corner
2: <sighs> it was only that simple
0: <laughs> yeah exactly
2: Well, we're not going to do
1: formal weekly recaps of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but Paul hasn't been on since the show premiered. So, Paul, what are your thoughts on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure so far? That first
0: episode, why you got to put a dog in an oven? (laughs) Why you got to put a dog in the oven? That was fucked up. I'm sorry.
2: (laughs) Hey, in some cultures, that's the way you get a hot dog.
0: Hey, hey, whoa. No, it's not. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> they
2: eat dogs in China, but they're oh, not God. turned into hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're so right. That... More like Mongolian, a deep pride. I
0: mean, Dio, Dio is just an asshole. <laughs> I mean, no I can't. Kidding. I can't
2: sugar, I
0: can't sugarcoat this anymore. He's a fucking asshole, and he needs his throat slit as soon as possible. <laughs> I mean. We find out in this last episode, in episode two, that he killed his father. Like, yep. Okay. So you're even more fucked up than I thought you were. All right. (laughs) Just give me the knife. I'll do it myself. By the way, I'm going to shoot you like five times to get you on the ground before I do that, because fuck, you're strong,
1: (laughs) but not as strong as Jonathan.
0: Which, by the way, what happened between episode one and two? Did they like go into the gym and like, yeah, man, let's get some creatine, let's let's do some weights, man? <laughs> like, what the fuck happened? I guess they didn't have
1: any other form of recreation, so they just, you know, <laughs> physical activity. <laughs> and,
0: by, and, and by the way, like, I, I I'm not, it's not too much of a problem, but it's just <laughs> that whole thing at the beginning of that of episode two where they're like. Oh, yeah, we're such good friends now. Yeah, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to fucking kill you. Wait, wait. So in between this, you guys were friends. Would you like to explain that
2: a little bit? A little it's bit. like me and you. I don't like you for real.
0: Yeah, okay, fuck you.
1: <laughs> they were just playing nice that whole time. I
2: said, hey, man, it's a facade, dude. So, keeping up appearances.
1: Dio was biding time, and Jonathan was just kind of keeping tabs on the situation.
2: Exactly, dude. Look at Jonathan going to get him back, man, for everything that he did early on, dude. Okay, you killed my dog. Man, you pretty much younger. You got my dad to take your freaking son. No, no, he didn't just kill his dog. He Come like, on, shut dog. up. Then he got, hey, stole my girl first kiss. Dude, yeah. Those are violations, man. Dude, you have to stack and rack up, man. I'm a Capricorn, dude. We hold grudges for pretty much a long time. And if we can get some get back off of you, oh, trust me. It's gonna be glorious when we do it. You, you know how Italians used to do it. His ass would have got
0: not only would he gotten killed, but his ass would have gotten stuffed in the oven and fried.
2: <laughs> hey, we can make him into lasagna like they did. Done. What's going on? <laughs> Ninety-one days. Oh man. <laughs> Yo! I was like, oh, really? And they was like, this is really good.
0: Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying it. I, I it's. I'm getting into it, so it's... This last episode wasn't as bad, but, like, that first episode, I was like, that was fucked up. No, it... no, no, it gets better. No, 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 no.
1: It's an acquired Here...
0: taste. It's like, here's here's fucked up. I'm like, okay, well, this is going to be an interesting series. You have my attention. So, and by the way, when I say fucked up, trust me, I've seen even worse. Did you watch Parasite, people?
2: <laughs> no, they need to watch Berserk.
0: Well, there's that, too. <laughs> But trust me, I've seen worse, so I'm not, I'm not too concerned about this.
2: Roberta's blood trail. That
0: was you should see that again.
1: eventually. It's good.
0: So, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's how yeah. I feel about JoJo so far. All
1: right. Hmm. Hmm. Glad you're enjoying it. Yeah. Right. Now you can see what we've been saying all along.
2: Mm. <laughs> I said JoJo was coming.
0: I'm sure it's getting, it's going to be getting even worse. So let's, let's just let it happen.
2: (laughs) Don't you mean
0: better? Well, better, but worse than the fact that more people are going to get stuffed in ovens and shit. (laughs) Maybe.
1: (laughs) I I mean, Dio's definitely not done being a dick, but he has very creative ways
2: of being one. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right. As long as he don't go nowhere near my crane, we good. (sighs) Hey, I made a crane joke in a while, dude. Get off my case. You made a crane joke
1: last episode. I did? And I'm pretty sure the one before that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> ah, shut up, man. Just get to the next talkback. Yeah,
0: exactly. Get to the talkbacks.
1: Well, you know, we didn't really get that many JoJo's talkbacks. I thought we would get more on week two, but... Mm. We'll just lump them in with the rest. So uh we tend to do these in order of airing. So we'll start with some uh, DBZ. With Joshua Knighton right again. I feel the need to remind you that this whole thing is Krillin's fault. Could have just pressed the effing button.
2: Dude, he fell in love with the android because she kissed him on the cheek, man. He got whipped that quick. That 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 is true. He could have stopped this. Vegeta
1: could have stopped it, too. <laughs> But it's, not, it's talking- not fair to blame either one. Really, you should blame them both.
2: <laughs> they are equally to blame.
0: Vegeta didn't get enough pussy. Okay. Uh, apparently, <laughs> at that point, at that point, he didn't get enough pussy to understand what what was going on. So, you know, in in the Buu saga, if we ever get to see that, Kai Wise, he gets a little bit better. So,
1: yeah, he kind of mellows out a bit.
2: Yeah, he does.
1: Until yeah, he's all I- like, "I feel like being evil again." But I'm not sure how. I need a little help. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Isn't it terrible when a villain goes soft?
0: Yeah, it is. Moving on.
1: Inu writes in regarding Jojo. A mask that turns people into vampires still think part one is boring? Mm. Certainly an interesting yeah, that... interpretation of vampires.
0: It, yeah. That was a little weird, but whatever.
1: <laughs> Andrew Keiko writes in, "Yep, this is a story about vampires. Happy Halloween!" <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man, that dude cracks me up with some of his just think through. we
0: had if we had a couple more episodes, it might have been the marathon this weekend.
2: Shut up, Paul.
0: Uh,
1: well, they need like seven. And they aren't <laughs> even going to air seven of these episodes before Thanksgiving at this rate, so. <laughs> I hope
2: we do get a JoJo Marathon, though, dude. Oh, probably
1: for Christmas Eve. Oh. Yeah,
2: so, Mr. DeMarco, for Christmas, I want JoJo episode marathon and one of those daylight curfew um, blankets, please. All right, Sincerely. what do we have to do
1: to revive New Year's Evil? I want New Year's Evil this year. I want a theme marathon of all of the dicks that are present in the Toonami shows right now. Dio, Cell, Hisoka. <laughs> like, there's great villains to work with right now. And you could even throw well, in Aku as a nice you know, reminder that Samurai Jack exists.
0: <laughs> Aku. <laughs> well, see, I, I, I think the problem that comes with that sketch is it's really weird because we don't know what what all these contracts say obviously but we don't know exactly if they can play certain episodes or if they can only play episodes once or if yes you can play episodes again but you have to do them in a marathon kind of thing
1: perhaps perhaps you know but it's kind of weird i think we should try to get a movement going to see if we can get new year's evil back this year because that would be really cool hit up the tubler.
0: Or the Facebook page.
1: And speaking of that, maybe people don't realize this, but the way that you suggest shows for Toonami is to go to toonami.tumblr.com or facebook.com backslash Toonami and send them a message asking for a particular show or whatever. That is how you do it. You don't bother DeMarco on his ask.fm or his Twitter that won't do anything.
0: Or even better, go to our Twitter page or our Facebook page and try to do that. The the one thing that really bugs me, just and let me just take one second out of our talk back to talk about this real quick. We'll post something. It'll be even just the simplest thing, like ratings, and face like you'll have one person classically just sit there and put a list of shows that should be on Tsunami. Right. Yep. I'm like, why? Like why? <laughs> I don't even you know doing? how people
1: find things on Facebook to be honest. <laughs>
0: oh my god, and I'm and I'm sitting there looking at this like I literally like you've seen me do this sketch. I literally have to put up a message. It seems like at least once every several months and be like, "We are not tsunami. Here's where you go. Don't put it on here." <laughs> Because it's that bad sometimes. Tsunami News has gotten a lot better because I think a lot of people realize that we're not, and there, there's a reason why I'm kind of hesitant to verify that Twitter page because I feel like yeah, there that would, would be, be very misleading to people. Yeah, right. I feel like there would be a problem. I was thinking about verifying it as our thing, but I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to do that because people are gonna get the wrong impression. So
2: and how do you verify that?
0: I'll explain it to you off the podcast. It's actually I pretty so. easy now.
2: Huh. Uh,
0: actually, Facebook Facebook, we may verify just because there's two types of verification. There's one for news and media, and then there's one for uh, the, the other one, the blue one. I don't know if you knew that, but there, there is two different kinds of ver- hmm. verification. I'm going to see if I can get that news one, but other than that, I see that's that. pretty yeah. much as far as it's going to go. But, yeah, I mean, don't don't – I wouldn't even say go to their Tumblr. I would say Facebook would probably be your better chance because they're more active on Facebook, in my opinion.
1: Um, I don't know, man. They keep saying to go to the Tumblr because that's. But
0: they do. They do, but it's it, it doesn't seem like they're posting announcements there anymore. At least I haven't seen anything lately. Oh
1: yeah, they don't post announcements there anymore. But yeah. that doesn't mean so... they don't read the the things that people send them.
0: Right. Well. Well, I'm they read saying...
2: you are probably drinking while they're doing it, man. <laughs>
1: would you look at this somebody's asking for k
0: joe no 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 even better even better this fucking ukami guy is asking for la blue girl again what the fuck
2: i'm gonna let you i'm gonna let you
1: in on a little secret
2: i asked for k joe (laughs) hey dude the way those movies rock man look look
1: that's, there's some good action in that show. And, and yeah, I don't is. mean that kind of action. I mean, like, physical violence. It's very exciting. I like it. So,
0: let's move on to the next talk, back.
1: Okay. Well, Joshua and yeah. decide to rain on our JoJo parade. So that's episode two of JoJo. I'll stick around for three more episodes, but it's looking more like my second show curse is back. Dang. I just can't get into this one like I did with One Punch Man. Don't hurt me.
2: I don't know, Josh, man. You're killing the male here, man. I might have to just punch you, man. (laughs) Not in the face. Oh, no, man. Don't punch him in the stomach, man. You never hit a guy in the face or the giblets. (laughs) You either punch him in the chest or the stomach.
0: Wait, wait. Don't you guys kind of live near each
2: other? No, he and, uh, he and, uh, what's it called now? Yeah uh state over from me. Oh okay. Well that's no, close. Man, well actually he's two states over. He's in Louisiana. Okay, so the big AZ. Alright.
1: Tsunami Gamer I, I... writes in Both Mika and Goto are good with their hands. Hashtag Gundam IBO hashtag hunter hunter.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: X is silent, Hunter. <clears throat> and to that I say, if you had wrote both Miki and Goto are good with their hands. Then it would be a parasite. Talk back, or perhaps Miki and Goto, because right, the 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 other personality of Goto was Miki, right?
2: Yeah. Oh, Miki, you're so fine, (laughs) Miki. Oh
0: God, that is one
1: serious Butler man.
0: I don't know about you, sometimes, Daryl. I really don't.
2: He's
1: very quick with his hands.
2: You just talk to the Leprechaun that's sitting on my shoulder right now.
1: <laughs> oh, Dorell, it'll be okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you need to drink a little bit more of the scotch right now. Yes, sir.
1: Scotch? Wouldn't he say whiskey?
2: Mm, scotch and whiskey are a little different, man. Whiskey, you can, um, scotch stands up in his own without ice, my but friend. But he's a
1: Leprechaun.
2: I, I would yeah. think whiskey. Hey. Alright, moving on.
1: <laughs> this is my observation. Okay. Maybe he's a leprechaun that prefers scotch. Okay. Yeah. That, all right.
0: Why 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 are we talking about a leprechaun? Can we just stop through the top? It's on? in August. Yes. <laughs> oh
2: god.
1: That was a comedy bang bang reference.
0: I oh yes.
1: <laughs> Andrew Keiko writes in regarding Hunter Hunter. How pretentious a parent have you got to be to name your child Kill in a family of assassins?
2: I don't know. I guess when you know your last name is Saldic, you just end up being a dick.
1: Heyo. <laughs> 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 and Joshua Knighton writes in regarding a hunter, Silent X Hunter. Gon wants to deck Husika before he starts his journey as a hunter. I gotta respect that. He's still cray for slashing his eyebrow, though. I think he means eye lid.
2: Well, put it to you like this, man. I have literally used a field knife, man, to bust blisters on the bottom of my foot, man. Oof. And I actually cut off extra skin on my feet, man. Yeah. yeah. So I get where Gon's coming from. Ew.
1: <laughs> yeah, so...
2: <laughs> I'm I'm hardcore like that, so shut up.
1: Gone slit his eye lid so he could relieve the the pressure, the pressure. so he could see. <laughs> Now, Luffy, at an even younger age, slit underneath his eye just so he could look like a badass.
2: <laughs> well, what can I say, man? Chicks dig scars, dude. That's true. And I got a couple of scars and tattoos. I'm... Yes, you do. These battle scars. Hey, you should be surprised, man. It's like, <clears throat> oh my gosh, you got scars? That's right, baby.
0: I'm tough like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Please don't make me laugh, please. Oh Lord. Anyways. So
1: there was a music video. It was interesting. That's about all I can have to say about that. Like yeah. it was a really elaborate animation, which is, uh.
0: By the way, cool. the music video, the tsunami music video that happened like two or three weeks ago, like is still being reblogged on tumblr so apparently you guys really liked that video it was a good one just thought i'd put that out there because that was i am still surprised like it was like almost once a day i would at least get one notification that somebody reblogged it that's like over 200 reblogs right now hmm. i'm like uh, okay <laughs> not bad so not bad at all by the way before we get into the main topic if i may indulge real quick
2: no, go ahead.
0: ahead. I don't know if you guys talked about the fact that we're getting a movie in another week or two. Yeah. Not this weekend, but next weekend. Uh, What if I could put my two cents in?
2: You yeah. You got two cents? Dang,
0: man. You actually yes, got some do. money once. I know. I know. I know. It's really weird because
2: I never have any money. Okay, but yes. <laughs> She decided
1: to leave you two cents. That was very generous of her.
2: Look at it, dude. I'm so poor, man. I'm saving nothing just to be in poverty. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I love you, Darrell.
0: We'll make out after the podcast, just for that comment. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyways, so sorry, sketch. I have to have my my moment with Bay. So, anyways, I just wanted to really say, real quick, that I don't think that people should be getting their hopes up for us getting movies now on a regular basis. From my understanding from what DeMarco has said on his Ask.fm is that this was a cheap acquisition from Sentai. So, apparently they made them a deal that was really good that they pretty much went, all right, we're going to play this movie. <laughs> and, yeah. So, by the way, Sentai's back on the block. Awesome. Uh, they, <laughs> snuck on they snuck that one Yeah. It, it, they snuck it in there. So... Good for them. I, I I I give them a thumbs up for that one. That's pretty awesome to do. Um and you
2: I, just gotta sneak it in there though. <laughs> that's
0: true. <laughs> I knew where that was going.
2: I knew it was going.
0: <laughs> now I don't know if this is just a one time thing where they get to play it once and that's it, or if this is something that they have for maybe a little bit a little while. But if they do have this for a little while, I would like for them to at least play it once on the stream. And the reason I want that to happen is because it's one of those things where I th- if they had had the stream when the movies were on the first time, I think that would have benefited them in the sense that being that they had those rights for it was like probably a year or maybe a little bit more than a year. For some of those movies, it was it was like Summer Wars and Akira. We know that. Um, I would have liked to have seen those show up on the stream because they had the rights. You know, why not? If you have the rights. Might as well use them. Um, but I'm also not just that, but I'm also hoping that like Funimation, I don't think Viz really has anything that... Tsunami would want movie-wise, but Funimation in particular...
1: Oh, I, seems... I think they have stuff that they want. I don't know if they'd be able to afford it.
0: Right, right. That's where, that's where I'm getting at, but I, I think that Funimation should take a look at this, and I, I think that they, instead of trying to make some grand deal where they play a movie like 50 times over and over, and I think the best example of this would be like Battle of Gods at this point, like... Make a deal for a one-time thing, and that's it. You know,
1: that's kind of what they do do with movies.
0: Not really. I mean, if you remember with *Summer Wars* and *Akira*, we didn't—we actually didn't know this until the second time around. They still had the rights from the first time. So, I think
1: actually they had to maybe pay a little bit to play them again, but I, I don't know. I maybe thought- maybe they bought like two airings when they did.
0: I think that's what it was. It it must've been something like that, but I mean, it it, it must've been so, it must've been expensive enough where it's not worth them doing it anymore. So for me, what I'd like to see, and again, this is just my two cents real quick is for Funimation in particular, maybe Viz, if Viz has something that they want to see on the block too, that would be great. Just make, make some kind of deal because let's, let's face it. I mean, (laughs) We found out at New York Comic-Con that they played a commercial promoting Resurrection F at a panel when Resurrection F has been out for how long? Like almost a year? It's been more than a year, right?
1: Uh-huh. It's
0: been out. So, I mean, like, if you guys are looking to promote this stuff, put the movie on Tsunami once, even just at midnight, and it's going to explode. I would be surprised if that didn't do 2 million viewers. I would be very surprised if it didn't do 2 million viewers. Okay. And you're going to make your money's worth one way or the other, you know, and I'm not just talking about Dragon Ball Z, you know, one piece movies. You, you want people to be attracted to you to the blog about one piece. Okay, fine. You can't play, you know, these one piece, you know, one piece is way out. It's not going to play through. We're not going to catch up to one piece at all on the block, but you can play the movies. That's been one of my biggest frustrations. And again, this isn't against Tsunami. I'm not talking about Tsunami. Because they don't they don't have the budget to do that. And I understand that completely. We understand that completely. But I would like for them to come to the table, I think a little bit more and just be like, "Look, here's the movie. You can play it once X amount of dollars. Let's make it happen." And that's it. I mean, I honestly I'm a little I'm a little curious as to what *Tsunami* is going to get for the 20th anniversary I'm a little curious because if if they are going to get something else besides because the micro series starts then well, am I right about that that's right around yep. there so if that's one of the things could we get maybe a Dragon Ball Z movie like Battle of Gods maybe maybe that's what they're working on I don't know they but might. I mean I mean that would make sense a one-time thing that makes sense for an anniversary makes perfect sense to me but, I think they
1: should play Gundam Thunderbolt.
0: That's it, a good it,
1: OVA. It, it's a movie.
0: That's what I was going to say. I was like, wait. What are, okay. It's an OVA,
1: so, but it's been compiled as a movie. They could play it as a
0: movie.
1: I this, this is what I want. Look, a month of movies in December is not a good idea. They probably <laughs> never should have done that. Though it did work out alright the first year. Probably because of Family Guy's it But... This is what if they want to do a month of movies, do it like they did back in the Cartoon Network era. Remember when? Well, month of Miyazaki, bam, and also the following year in two thousand seven to promote to uh, to celebrate Toonami's tenth anniversary, they ran four movies. They could do that.
0: Well, and that's that's what I'm saying, Sketch. I mean, I don't see, I don't see like. Tsunami playing movies on a regular basis. What I see is them doing it for special occasions and maybe that's like how they
1: should play movies. Exactly. Holiday weekends where they're expected to do less viewers, regardless of what plays is the worst time to be investing in a movie. They should sure. be running movies on a regular week of Toonami where they can potentially do well.
0: Trust me. We could get into this long conversation about the month of movies. I could be here all day, but suffice to say, I would, I'm, I'm very happy that they were able to make like some kind of short term cheap deal to get one movie on the block. Uh, especially for the extra hour of, uh,
1: apparently, uh, the, the one hour will not be counted in the ratings, but the the remainder, which accounts for an hour and a half more because it's going to take up two and a half hours that will be counted in the ratings. But DeMarco has said the bar is pretty low for success here, so they should be able to succeed.
0: Right. And I I think they will succeed. I don't see a problem with that at all. Um, I'm just hoping to see, you know, I'm hoping that we do get to see maybe another movie or two show up. Not this year. I'm talking about as we progress into the next years, you know, just start to see some of these movies, movies that make sense. You know.
3: Oh,
1: man, they really should play Redline.
0: I think they've tried to bark up that tree and it never got, never came to fruition.
1: I don't know if that's necessarily true because DeMarco did a review for Redline uh, quite some time after they stopped playing movies because he had never seen it before. So that's something in question.
0: Well, we'll see what happens. I don't know. Hopefully.
1: I think Hopefully. the other dilemma that they have with running movies is they don't have like a bunch of reruns on this block anymore. And they can't run movies the entire time. So you need either a really long movie or you need two affordable short movies to fill the time of Toonami. Otherwise, you kind of have to get creative.
0: Well, and and Daylight Savings, that makes sense to put something in there that runs for a a while. So why not a movie? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean... If it's you can afford it. Honestly, why not?
1: surprising that they're running something that's two and a half hours in length for just that one hour. But hey, I'll, right know, it's five and a half hour tsunami, I'm down.
0: <laughs> so let's move on to our actual topic. Even though I made, I pretty much made that the topic. Intruder um, three. Yep, yep. I'm. I don't think anything big is going to come out of this. I don't know about you. I could be wrong, and probably am wrong, but four episodes two to three minutes long doesn't seem to me to be something that I should be concerned about, like Tom dying or Sarah leaving. So I don't know. I, I, I I guess I'm at a a loss for words at this point.
2: We really
1: don't know what they're doing here. All we've seen in the promo so far is there's some seismic activity and Tom goes out to investigate and Sarah tells him to come back and there's a big old storm on the planet. We don't know the cause. We, we don't know anything, really. Which is kind well, of exciting and, because we don't know anything and I like a surprise.
0: Well, so, and, and there there seems to be something else going on in the base, too, because we did see in that one promo, we did see, like, it looks like there's a tunnel underneath the base. So... Like, it seems Hmm. like something's going on, maybe. Oh shit, Tom,
2: gotta fight Terraformers now.
0: (laughs) I'm just saying, Tom Saiga.
2: Just pull out the Tom Saiga, that's all I'm saying. (laughs) Thanks for laughing at that, joke, man. Glad you caught it.
1: Man, how... (laughs) I was laughing at Tom Saiga, actually. That's
2: right, right through.
1: But yeah, Terraformers. uh... (laughs) Tom would have a hard time fighting those things.
0: Well, and and it's not just just that. It's also the fact that there's a comic. If the comic's attached to Intruder 3, it's like, okay. So we didn't even think that there was going to be an Intruder 3, let alone an immersion event this soon. We didn't even think that... And we weren't even thinking comic book at that point. So what does that all mean? Does that mean we're going to get a new Tom? Does that mean Sarah won't be so glitchy? I mean, I... I don't even know what to I don't even know like where to go with this at first, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I mean there's there's plenty of possibilities and it's all been kept pretty vague or we we really know nothing at this point. Uh I get the feeling that they're not gonna be done with the base at the end of this. Uh I, I don't think there's gonna be drastic changes, but you never know, they may surprise us. I there's still I, people who feel like it's time to do another Tom which
0: yeah it, it's been a while I mean I want that to happen but if you're going to do another Tom I feel like a four episode intruder 3 is not really where to do it I feel like I don't they know do that t- <laughs> Remember
1: the last time we got a new Tom <laughs> just he just appeared.
0: That's true. That is true. <laughs> and and for we last can't say two times. There, is, there is a 3D printer. So I mean, they could they could be making a new Tom as we speak, and he's going to just transfer his consciousness, so to speak, over to that Tom. You know, we don't know. We we really don't know at this point.
2: And he um, will not have a face, people.
0: No. Hey, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Let's. Let's use that Tom Five they didn't use. We'll be fine.
1: Mean we don't four? have to
0: make his. We don't. Yes, that Tom Four that we didn't use. We'll just. We'll just. You know, we won't make his face move. It'll be fine.
2: <laughs> we use the updated one that Steve Bloom had that year. <laughs> the bot.
0: <laughs> oh God, that's pretty hilarious. great. You know that would be hilarious if like they were doing this at April Fools and like. Here's the like, all Tom is, is just like a box.
1: <laughs> the question that I have is they're calling us Intruder 3, but does it really tie into the intruder, or is that just kind of the name that they went well, with because it was a familiar name?
0: Well, that's that's the one thing I kind of said when we first heard that there was an Intruder 3. Like, is the intruder still alive? It well, let, let me let me let me say it this way is that intruder. Tom Truder, alive. Which, by the way, I, I still love the fact that Jason started taking your name for uh, the intruder in the Intruder 2. Tom um, Truder. <laughs> so, if Tom Truder is still alive, is that who we're talking about? Or is this the actual main intruder that Tom Truder got
2: came from,
0: came from and he's found Tom and is trying to kill him once and for all again I've i don't seem th-
1: theories that shogo 162 is the home planet of the intruder
0: that could be it too maybe the planet is the intruder
1: Ooh, maybe the planet is the intruder mm. <laughs> interesting mm. that interesting
0: thought there didn't you and by the way by the way remember those remember the the, the um the clyde's going around the desert and then all of a sudden you got like tremors in the background
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> like,
0: like I'm sitting there going please don't turn this into a tremors
1: <laughs> little teasers Grimnoids <laughs> Tom and Sarah versus the tremors eh, so it's a B movie plot
0: <laughs> I mean I'm not really expecting anything big out of this I, I can't I, I don't want to say that we're going to see like a huge change I actually, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't. I hope they don't change the graphics.
1: I don't. I, actually, I don't want them to change it either. I, I like. Yeah,
0: I, I kind of like these graphics. These are my, these ones, and the ones that they did when Tom Four first showed up. Those graphics. Tom Five. Yeah, Tom Five. Did I say Tom Four? Paul can't count Tom's. I'm, I know. I'm. I'm starting to get tired. So I don't know. Like so, <laughs> Tom Five when he first showed up, we had those graphics. We actually currently use those graphics because, well, they're awesome and somebody needs to use them. (laughs) Thank you, Jason, for not coming after us. So and then these ones like I've been I've been really, really, really wanting to use these ones. And I'm like, no, no, don't want Turner to knock on my door. (laughs) I'm going to wait until they stop using them, but I'm going to use them damn straight. I mean, for interviews, that bottom bar. Oh, so sweet. I need that bar. I need it in my life.
2: Well, maybe I may... you need to cry in poverty and it'll happen.
0: <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, or maybe if I make a sacrifice to uh, Jason DeMarco, maybe I'll get those graphics. Come here, Arthur. Where are you? I saw that <laughs> joke
1: a mile away.
0: Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> and you probably would have said to me, well, why not, Arthur, if I didn't say it?
1: You're probably right.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. If I, I think at most, we're probably going to get Sarah looking actually like Sarah and not some kind of like glitchy Sarah because I know people have been bitching about that since that happened like i i um, hardly
1: feel like it's even anything at this point
0: i'm like yeah they
1: say right up front that Sarah has some problems but it's like a non issue for some reason like at no point does it seem like she's malfunctioning no maybe no maybe we'll I think... we'll probably see something in in the in the shorts so
0: so hopefully we'll see but the the other thing that's got me intrigued is if you look at the front cover and again i don't know if this is officially the front cover of the comic but you see this creature and i'm guessing that's tom fighting the creature and tom looks completely different looks like more of like maybe he has some armor on him maybe yeah i don't know
1: uh, my initial I mean, impression was that it's supposed to be like a giant robot and a ro- and a monster, but may- maybe it is a smaller robot and a small monster.
0: I mean'm I'm, I'm guessing that's what it is. so that's my only thought that we may get a new Tom, but again, I'm kind of like, do we do we do a new Tom in four episodes or do we sure? I mean, I I guess, but... Think about
1: the original Intruder. Tom gets eaten in, what, part part four? Next part, Tom 2 shows up. Just (laughs) kind of... I mean, it seems like a big deal in retrospect, but if you watch the Intruder, it's kind of like, okay, so now there's another Tom. (laughs) And all he does for the rest of that segment is he... Uh, He talks to Sarah, he sets up some bombs, Sarah bosses him around, and he blows up part of the ship, and then he calls up a ship repair people, is like, okay, so what do we want to (laughs) use? Riveting stuff.
0: (laughs) I mean, I I guess, you, you got a point. You do have a point. I mean, I guess it could be that quick, but it's just like, eh, I don't know. I would rather. I, I mean, i I guess I'm picky, but yeah. I mean, if it if it's if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. I I kind of want to have a new Tom at this point, but there again, like this like, Tom Five was pretty badass coming out of Intruder Two, so I'm like, I don't really mind yeah. if he sticks around a little bit longer. <laughs> I mean, the guy's got a jetpack. Come on, yeah, yeah. He's got a jetpack built into him. Yeah, <laughs> keep this motherfucker. Yeah, but. I'm just saying, Tom 4 that we didn't use. Just I'm just saying. Or, or, I brought up this point on Twitter. Tom has some warriors. I mean, if this planet is hostile and he has to live on it for a little bit longer, he might need some warriors. Why not use that design? Hmm. I'm just saying. Get a little help. I'm just saying. Tom doesn't need any help, however. I mean, doesn't doesn't mean that you can't have some powerful clients around.
1: It's a big base. <laughs> you kind of need more than
0: cannon fodder. <laughs> you need yeah. more
1: than just Tom and Sarah to maintain that base. That's true. And protect it from threats.
2: I guess um Jenna's to do it. He's pretty <laughs> handy. <laughs> I don't he think he has
0: enough. I don't think he has enough money to buy him from Viz. <laughs> But anyways so uh so yeah um a lot of guesses no concrete factual information to back it up but i i at this point i don't know what's going to happen all we can do is
1: speculate
0: if if the intruder if it is what i think it is the intruder is probably the planet. um now what that means i don't know the only other thought that i had sketch is maybe maybe they do leave the base I don't think that'll happen, but if they were to leave the base, that would kind of support the theory of that this is, like, the intruder is the planet, and, you know, they somehow built another ship and can get the hell off the planet. But I I don't think with a four-episode series, I I don't see that happening. I I I don't want them
1: to abandon that base yet. There's still lots of things they can explore in it.
0: Yeah, that's true. And... I would like, I-, I think
1: use your right. resources. Well, to <laughs> Hey,
0: I want the game room back. Damn it.
1: <laughs> they always get rid of the ship or the base or what have you before they fully, you know, show the inner workings of those things.
0: That's true. It's a shame. Well, look at, look at what happened. Look at what happened with, uh, you going from Tom two to Tom three, it just appeared. And then it got explained in a comic yep so and we didn't even really see every part of tom 3 ship either
1: nope so and that was a small ship
0: yeah well okay wait 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 we'll take that back tom 3.5 we did see the game room finally so i i guess we did get to see a little bit more of that ship. so but
1: yeah we got the game room and then shortly thereafter (laughs) poof it's gone yep oh well so And if it was your theory that it was the intruder's home planet, go ahead and point that out. I'm just forgetful and I apologize. And now lots of people will claim it's their idea because it's a good idea.
0: (laughs) See what you did, Sketch? It's all your fault.
1: It's going to end up like the parasites on Rick and Morty. Uh... (laughs) Oh, remember that time I suggested that good idea for Intruder (laughs) 3? I yep. do remember that time. Wait a minute! I don't have any pleasant memories of you. I mean, I don't have any bad memories of you. <laughs> oh! It, it it turns out that you're just a really nice person. I'm 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 very sorry. <laughs>
0: I'm very sorry, I blew off your head. But anyways,
2: Sound like something I would do.
0: Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Actually, <laughs> believe it is time to get out of here, gentlemen. Hmm. I know. So. Email us podcast at tunamifaithful dot com. That involves all the talk back that you have. If you don't want to do that on Twitter or on Facebook for that matter, and also if you have suggestions for the podcast, please do it there. Uh, we could take suggestion for topics, maybe. So I'm open that to that. Podcast at tunamifaithful dot uh, Oh, and also real quick before I go move on from that, if you have suggestions for things that we could put on the Patreon too. To get you guys to get some of those rewards. Email us about that, too. Because I would be interested to know what you guys are looking for. You know. So, um, please do email us about that, too. Uh, Rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher mainly. But you can also uh, listen to us now on Google Play. I did double-check that. It is working correctly. Uh, You can also listen to us on the TuneIn Radio app. Uh, We are on there. All you got to do is search for Tsunami Faithful Podcast and it will show up. So you can listen to us on there as well. I know a lot of people use the TuneIn radio app on their phones. So that's a good way for you guys to listen to us there as well. Uh, But we're also on SoundCloud. And SoundCloud has all of our previous episodes from episode one all the way up to this episode right now. Uh, It is soundcloud.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Again, you can download the podcast there. You can comment on the podcast, which I see some of you do on a regular basis. Thank you for doing that. Uh, and we'd also like you to follow us there as well. Uh, we're not quite to 500 yet. I would like to see that come up. Please do follow us there. Uh, so yeah. And uh, we have social media as well. So you can uh, like us on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash tsunami faithful podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at podcast, and you can tumble with us on Tumblr. It's tsunami faithful official.tumblr.com. And you can get any of the old episodes by going to podcasts.genamifaithful.com, and getting any of the exclusives as well. And finally, as I just mentioned, uh, patreoncom podcast. If you guys could help us out and donate to us, uh, we have some great rewards up right now. We'd like to get some. We'd like to hear your feedback and try to add some different rewards, different things that you guys would like to see uh, to donate. So if you could let us know that. Again, you can email us the at podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Uh, you can actually email sketch as well sketch at tsunamifaithful.com as well. Uh, just give us some feedback what you would like to see from the Patreon. Uh, we can do so- there's a couple different things that Patreon has added so we can do things exclusively through there. So um, let us know. And uh, yeah, so let's get on out of here. Darrell, where can they find you, sir?
2: Oh, you can find me at ukami underscore samurai7 at twitter.com. You can also find me at nasi at adonasi at twitter.com. Let's see if you want to ask me questions, you can do that at ukami backslash ask.askfm. And also, if you want to send me any eagle emails, you can do that at derailmedox at, at tsunamifaithful.com. Sketch, where can I find you, sir?
1: You can find me on Twitter at sketch1984. You can tumble with me, sketch1984.tumblr.com. You can ask me questions on ask.fm/sketch1984. As Paul mentioned, uh, you can contact me at either of the emails, sketch at tunamifaithful.com or podcast at tunamifaithful.com. If you have any suggestions or comments regarding the podcast or, you know, whatever. And I want to take a moment to plug that I recently recorded for an episode of the Geekcast Radio Network's Top 100 Animated Characters list. I was on the first episode of that. I might be on more than one. I kind of hope that I am because it was a lot of fun. Tune into that on geekcastradio.com. They'll be posted in, I don't know, probably weekly increments, I think. Uh, it's not up yet, as of when we were recording this, but maybe it'll be up by the time you hear it. And Paul, where can they find you?
0: You can find me on Twitter at at Paul Pascrillo. You can probably hear it. I could probably respond to you on Toonami News, but I won't. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram. It's instagramcom Pascrillo. You can also uh, ask me questions. It's askfm Pascrillo. And you can also email me if you want to email me about the Patreon or anything else regarding Tsunami or the website or anything. Any feedback that you have about the website or the podcast or whatever, it's uh, Paul Pasquillo at TunamiFaithful.com. So you can email me as well. That's it for this week's podcast. Thank you guys for listening each and every week. We sure do appreciate it. And remember, if you can't donate, just sharing the podcast helps because, you know, we want more listeners. And the more, listeners, the more listeners we have, the better this podcast becomes. So thank you guys for listening each and every week. But that's this week's Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Peace. We're out. Deuces!
4: Toonami Faithful podcast fans, this is editorial writer for ToonamiFaithful.com, CJ Maffers, with a very special guest here at another anime convention.
3: Hi, it's Leah Clark.
4: Thank you for spending some time with us to be able to ask a couple of questions, things along those lines. Thank you for being on the show, at least. I wanted to ask uh, what your latest projects have been, whether it be voice acting or script writing, because Funimation has been producing dubs very quickly than they normally have with the broadcast dubs and now simul dubs. So I'm curious, what's the uh, latest stuff that you that you can say that you've been working on recently?
3: Actually, that's the whole thing with the broadcast dubs is that they get them about a week before we put them on. So I don't really know if there's anything that I'm working um, on currently that... I can really say, because I think it comes out next week. There are three, right. I can tell you there are three of them.
4: What about last season then, if you can, because uh, this has been going on at least for, I want to say almost two years now, maybe yeah. maybe one and a half kind of thing. So well, what are the more recent broadcast stubs that you worked on?
3: What are they? Um, Maria the Virgin Witch was one, uh, Rolling Girls was another one, um, Gosh, Shown and Made I did, with Caitlin Glass directed, which was really fun um and then i think i think that was it i don't
4: know i almost want to ask did you work on dimension w at all i don't think so oh darn okay yeah. no 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 it's just that was the one that went on Tsunami recently so i was like oh maybe she uh, was doing no. some stuff with that um do you enjoy doing the stuff for the broadcast Like, i can guarantee it's hectic with how fast like these things go but yeah. it seems like it's a lot of fun
3: it's fun it's um it's interesting to have something to do every week, and it's the funniest part about it is the directors a lot of time don't even know where your character is going. So all they can really tell you is what's in the current script. So even like, for example, um, Rolling Girls, where uh, Colleen told me, okay, there's something very weird about your character, and I don't know exactly what it is. I think I know, but I can't tell you right now. So just go with that. Go with the idea that you're playing a character that's really weird. Um, so, the spontaneity of that is really cool, um, you know, just kind of keeping everything fresh and new.
4: I, I seem to enjoy them, at least. They, <laughs> they seem to be interesting because of that fact, too, but it sounds like it's, uh, that the projects has been really taken with fans, like fans seem to really enjoy them, so I'm glad that you're at least having fun doing them.
3: Oh, yeah, they're a lot of fun.
4: So since uh, this is the Toonami Faithful podcast right here, obviously we talk about one of the only places where you can see anime on television, Toonami. Have you been able to keep up? I know it's really late for some, I know some people are like, oh, it's just too late and they work so hard. Have you been able to watch it, not necessarily recently, but just here or there every now and then?
3: Um, I've watched Deadman Wonderland when it came out.
4: (laughs) We'll talk about that in a little bit. No, no, it's fine.
3: Um, But no, I haven't really watched a lot of them. Just because, I mean, that's my job. And so, you know.
4: I know some people, it's like, I can't watch because it's like you see yourself and you're like, oh, I would have done that. Like, I I can understand if that would be (laughs) one of the other reasons as well. Oh, yeah. You just get highly critical of yourself. You don't really want to. But since you mentioned Deadman Wonderland, that was pretty much on when tsunami first came back in 2012 it was one of the newer or one of or it was a new show to the block because they were getting you know full metal alchemist bleach those kind of things that people kind of expected to be on so this was kind of a new one thrown into the fold did you enjoy the project did you know much about it did you read the manga any any kind of background that you knew about the show before you worked on it
3: um i think the whole thing is generally how funimation works is you don't Really know the shows before you go in there. For instance, for Dead Men Wonderland, I didn't really know who I was auditioning for. Uh, I felt like Joel McDonald kind of tricked me into auditioning for Minotsky because it was one of the characters. That, um, I read her lines, and I was like, "Well, I don't know if I really want to do that. I'll audition for the rest of them." And he's like, "Hey, how about just for fun? Will you just read this? I just want to hear what it sound like." And I said, "Sure, I'll totally do it just for fun." And so I did it and then, you know, I got cast, but I didn't know that until I walked into the room and he told me who it was playing. And he's like, all right, listen, if you don't want to do it, we'll record one episode. If you don't, if you hate it, I'll cast someone else, but you just did such a good job. So I just want to try it. And then, yeah, I thought it was awesome after that. But that was all I knew about
4: it. I'm just thinking like the broadcast stubs where it's like you don't know where a character's going and then you uh, all of a sudden you see what she's like after she starts off so sweet and then all of a sudden it turns out.
3: Oh my goodness, what is that? Yeah, Yeah, we were fortunate enough to kind of know where that one was going. So he spelled it out for me once I got there, but I had no idea what I was recording until I walked in.
4: Do you still like, for me, Dead Man is a show I recently wrote a piece of how I wish it was uh, that and this isn't like Funimation or anything like back in Japan They can make it remake it kind of thing like a reboot for it yeah. I honestly think it's a very popular series a lot of people seem to really like Deadman Wonderland and it seems to I think I almost want to say it's become like a tsunami favorite now like with this oh. version like I Don't know if you've seen or heard much about it like from fans or anything like that uh, After it premiered and things along those lines
3: um, I didn't hear about that how they liked it generally i mean i got a lot of tweets and stuff from my character when it came out but um i don't know everyone that seems to talk, want to talk about it lives it so like, obviously it did really well
4: i think I mean, well the gore also probably helped a little bit now one of my favorite shows and it's one that my brother uh showed me before i got back into it because for me, I fell out of anime when I went to school, then all of a sudden I graduated, he's like, you need to check this out, Soul Eater. And For whatever reason, it is your character that is my favorite. Okay. Even more than Death the Kid, even more than uh, his weapons or Maka and Soul, I love Blair, I find her hilarious. And I'm curious how you feel about her as well.
3: Oh, I think she's wonderful. Um, I was excited to play her because it was one of my first actual like villains. And also the first creature. Can you
4: <laughs> so. count her as a villain, though? I don't know. I feel like she's too much on the side of Maka and Soul.
3: Really? I, I guess so. I, don't I mean, know. at the
4: start, but... I mean, yeah. The, the, or that kind of thing. I just... I, I don't For know. Me,
3: Well, in comparison to the characters I'd played, above and to that point, yeah. It was one of the most, like, I don't know, sassy characters, and just... It was really fun. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I loved Soul Eater. It was great.
4: And it's the show... I don't know what it is, but a lot of other like Halloween theme shows, a lot of people point to Soul Eater as like one of the better ones. Uh, I like a lot of other Halloween uh, series, as an example, Blue Exorcist. Uh, I'm a big fan of a lot of people go, yeah, but, did, you know, Soul Eater, you're like, they always want to go to Soul Eater for it. And so I'm wondering um, how popular like it is around with you and your colleagues when it comes to the cast of working on it, because it seemed like you guys had a lot of fun from... What At least I could tell from watching it.
3: Um, Yeah, it was definitely one of the ones everyone wanted to be in because, you know, the animation's really cool and the characters are so interesting. Um, Yeah, so it was a big... It was very popular when it came out. Everyone, you know, auditioned for it and we all you know, wondered who got what, which doesn't always happen with all the shows. Usually it's like the audition and like, okay, maybe we got it, maybe we didn't. But yeah, for Soul Eater, everyone definitely wanted to be in it. It was very
4: popular. Do you remember the pumpkin song? That honestly is one of my favorite things from that, honestly.
3: No, I don't remember it because I did it on one take and I improvised it. So
4: oh, wow, I had no idea. No, it's just yeah. it, when me and my brother are watching, I always tease him with that song. Oh, so I'll, well, so like Halloween's around the corner, I will just like say random lines from. Not, I don't know it by heart or anything like that, but I'll just <laughs> randomly say a few lines. He just looks at me, just gives me the nod. It's like you can't do it. Don't do it. It's, there is a certain voice that can do that song, and yours is not one of them, kind well, of thing. I'm
3: impressed if you could remember it.
4: I just remember just saying pumpkin, pumpkin over. <laughs> then a few, nice. o- then a few <laughs> other things kind of come in, come and go, but that's pretty much it. Now, obviously, one thing that a lot of fans enjoy about Toonami, speculation on new shows, uh, with shorter series that are uh, entering the block now and then, that means there's more turnaround for shows. There seems to be a trend of more long runners now coming in, and there's one long runner that I absolutely think deserves a chance to get on the block. It probably won't happen, but I'm, I'm hoping that it does, and that is Fairy Tale, where you voice, I think, the most important Fairy Tale person in the entire show.
3: Oh, don't tell Todd that.
4: I am sorry, Todd. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, thanks. Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't really get attached to her until I did um, Tale Zero, and I got to really learn her story. Um, but yeah, she is definitely one of my favorite characters that I've ever played, and. Fairy tale itself is such an interesting story.
4: She's also very adorable, too. But no, I mean, the first master, that's pretty important. If there wasn't her, there wouldn't be fairytale. Natsu for fairytale. She invented
3: it. Oh my gosh. You're welcome.
4: And she's really smart from what I could tell in reading. Do you keep up with Fairy Tale with uh, chapters? I know you were saying before, but considering how like long. That would almost be like me asking, do you keep up with One Piece at all? I feel like there's at least some I mean, yeah, point I where you, that. Like, you read some chapters.
3: Um, I haven't read any of it, but I do. I mean, I'll watch it if I happen to catch it, just because I'm so interested in why everyone's so fascinated with it. And it's just a good story, but yeah, as far as like following the lineage of it, and I haven't. It's just like, haven't had time to really sit down and devote, uh, you know, watching beginning to end. It's the fairy a long yeah, no, story. <laughs> yeah,
4: I understand that. Um, there was another show that I just recalled that I also enjoyed your role in as well, Murmur from The Future Diary. Okay. <laughs> Again, the Halloween trend. It is October right now as this recording. Uh, do you see that as something that you think a lot of people would like? I, I hear more mix where it's just, you know, some people liked it. Some people were like, eh, whatever, that kind of thing. Do you, do you see that... If it was given a shot on tsunami, you think a lot of people would enjoy it? Yeah, I think so.
3: It's so you know, it's one of those ones that has interesting stories and good characters, and the animation is great. Um, it's unique. I, I think they would like it. I liked it.
4: <laughs> it actually threw me for a loop with some of the plot uh, twists that they had. It was I thought it was pretty well written when you uh, look through it. Now just to kind of like get a finishing touch on this, is there any show that either you've worked on or you haven't worked on that you would want like a wide audience to see, whether it be on Toonami or anything kind of thing? Like a show that you would want to uh, tell them, be like, you know, this one might actually do really well. You might want to uh, put it on the block. I know for me, that'd be uh, uh, this, the, a certain magical index and Rail Railgun kind of series. I know you've done bits and pieces in that as well. I don't, I'm curious if there's any show whether you've worked on it or not, that you were like, you know, this, this could be really good. We should we should have more people uh knowing about this.
3: Um, I wonder if maybe robotics notes might be one. I do like robotics. <laughs> Your
4: character was very funny. Oh, one, thanks. At least with the doc, I have to give whoever wrote that. I don't know if you did.
3: I didn't write it, but they did a really good yeah, job with that. that
4: could not have been easy. I could, <laughs> I could see with that and the director definitely did a good job to make sure. Oh so yeah. You, <laughs> You were able to keep up with that kind of thing. Yeah, we had the, to look up a lot of stuff. <laughs> all the text lingo with that. Yeah. So you really like robotics
3: notes? I loved playing the character of it, yeah. And the scenes that I've seen were really
4: good. I think robotics notes would be interesting. I do Because I also like Steins Gate, which I, I I almost feel like it's very hard to find someone who doesn't like Steins Gate kind of yeah. thing. And knowing how that's like in the future of it, I could see why um, at least you would pick that thing. And yes, your character is... Uh, is pretty interesting, to say the least. Important, but interesting. Yeah. Well, I'd like to say, I think that is all the time that uh, we could do with that. Leah, thank you so much for spending time and being able to talk with us. Hope, funny. Hopefully, you'll be able to catch Dunami every now and then, kind of thing like that. And hopefully, I'm curious about what the three shows are. Hopefully, I'll get to see them. I, I hope I I am watching them kind of thing. Yeah.
3: There's one I can tell you it's directed by Sunny Strait, so look for that one. That's one it's gonna be one of my favorite characters I've ever played.
4: Oh, and you're in it even too. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> oh now I'm really excited. Oh, I can't wait for that. Again, thank you so much. Thank you.